You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. me let's get serious um it's gq smooth uh that's gq underscore sm zero o-t-h on ig got my co-host with me of course it wouldn't be the same without him what's your name uh the refrigerator how you feeling everybody out there in radio land you can find me on instagram you can find me on facebook when my fridge need them or you can find me at 48 g what is it 48 the short at gmail.com if you got some shit to talk, come on with it. Don't worry about bullying me. I'm a big man. I can handle it, goddammit. I'm just going to piggyback off of that. If you guys want to sponsor us and invest in our dreams, mm. please hit us up and um, sponsor us, okay? All right, we yeah. got a special guest with us uh, at this point, almost a regular. Sididdy Kitty, what's going on with you, fam? Hey, everybody. Yes. The Diddy Kitty here. Yes, and we also have the green-eyed 1000 in the motherfucking <laughs> building. The youngster on the squad. What's hood? Talk to him. What's going down? What's popping? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you heard it, goddammit. What the my fuck fly, is popping? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, today's topic is a topic that everybody got <laughs> a problem with nowadays because the thing that really changed. And what made me come up with this topic is Lil Wayne had made a song. And I thought it was his most important song. His song was called How to Love, right? So my question is, love. And I ain't talking about fucking. I'm talking about love in general nowadays, right? Has, it, has the dynamics of love changed? Now, let me give you a little uh, historical background. The ancestors said that love and hate is the same energy. And many people don't understand that. And if you wanted me to explain it, 48 gmail.com, you know what I'm saying? Find me on GQ's page, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it's of the same universal energy. Universal love is the universal law, right? But love today might not be love like yesterday. Here's an example. Back in the days, like our grandparents, for example, when you got married, you didn't divorce. In most cases back then, people did. But the majority of cases would not divorce, right? Ooh, I and, got something for that. Oh, yeah, ain't no doubt. Well, come on in then right now. Come on in. All right, just to jump into that, I'm going to say most people didn't divorce because I'm goofy today, y'all. Feel it. Um, Feel it. I, I think most people didn't divorce because uh, in that circumstance, the woman was heavily dependent on the man. And it was like, uh, there was really no option for a woman to, to divorce because, mm. like, we weren't able to get those those jobs, like you know what I mean. So it was like, all right, I gotta live with the devil that I know, mm. then expose myself and my children to the world and not have those opportunities. Uh, be uh, living on the street because I don't have a man. And even with our grandmother, was she get married at fourteen? Yeah. 
That's what she I'm saying. She wasn't 14. Was she she was like 14, 15 when she got married to her grandfather. Lord yeah. Jesus, sweet baby. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me get to that, though. Let me get to that, though. Well, wait. Before we get to that. So is it, is, it, is it really love or is it selling? I'm going to put that question on the forefront. For later, we'll come back to it. Go ahead. How old was Papa? Um, I think he's about 10 years older than her. So now, he was 24? Yeah. He's hold on, hold on. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. Load up. Let me say this though. Right here, come the cootie. Said the motherfucking sixteen-year-old in the building. Time. Well, let me say this. Right, the honorable Elijah Muhammad said that a man should not marry a woman unless he's half her age. She's half his age plus seven. Right. The reason why he said, now you could turn your nose up at the honorable. Uh, we need a visual. We need a visual. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me finish my point and come on in and shit on the motherfucker. Right. But we know good goddamn well. That girls mature much faster than men do. Now, when I was growing up, here's my example, right? Girls used to kick our ass growing up. TC, my baby, how you doing? Shouts out to Tracy Curtis, my, one of the loves of my life. My sister in Arizona, you know what I'm saying? She was the bully in the neighborhood. She would beat the shit out of a boy. She kicked my ass once, you know what I'm saying? Girls, like it's a ditty kitty, you know what I'm saying? It's a fighting motherfucker. She grew up fighting me, her, her one, two... Brothers and shit, and her daddy's to kick her ass. She kick his ass back. Goddamn, not in a violent way, but in a, you know, get tough kind of way. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's the same. Go ahead, go ahead, go but ahead. this is the same thing niggas complain about a woman being too strong. Mm-mm. True. Mm-mm. Come on, Mm-mm. come on with it. Then. I got a true, and I got a. It's a difference in being headstrong. Mm-hmm. It's a difference in being headstrong and being strong and okay. being. Break it down. So, break it down. Break it down. Break it down. As far as a man goes, when you in a relationship or whatever, you are supposed to allow the man to lead. Because if you was attracted to him enough, that means you seen something in him that will take you further. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what a man is supposed to do. Lead the family. Why do whoever we think... The, whoever the head of household is. Why do we think that a man is supposed to lead if uh, we live in a society where it's supposed to be 50-50 and equal? I know. I think there's a difference mm-hmm. in being 50-50 and equal when it comes to emotions of the heart and household rules. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shut up, the 16-year-old got something to say. Let her in, because we're going to over-talk her. Why don't you? What is this? I don't. What the fuck you got to say? <laughs> Cough it up, and don't interrupt her. Spit it. We need and, to use like, speaking of what you just said, mm-hmm. I don't believe in that, you feel me? I feel like women should get their own. Y'all been running stuff for so long. Let me do me. Quit Let me do the job you <laughs> think look, that a man slow. should be doing. But wait, a minute, but, wait, right but wait a minute. Even if you say, let me do me, then does that mean you want to be on your own? Because when you talk about being in a relationship and a partnership, it's not just about you getting yours. It's about us getting ours. Oh, do get, you understand what I'm saying? I get it. And if a man is supposed to be... The lead in Why? the situation. Why? Because somebody told you that well, the wait, man no, is no, supposed no, to be. No, 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 that's no, the only. That's the only. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me interject. King hold on, hold on, hold on. Ding, ding, ding. Let me interject one second. It comes from ancient comment where it was stated that the one who constructs uh, civilization, the DNA, that particular DNA was in the man. 
That's where it comes from. Now, come on with it. All right. This goes back to the previous podcast we just did. Mm -hmm. Um, So, is it just because somebody told you that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to dig deeper. Somebody told you. This is is passed down generations from generations. Okay. Well, let me put it to you like this. Okay. Because I know you date other. So, when it comes to dating someone... Do you date someone that is of your caliber? No. Do you date someone who is less of your caliber? No, she does not. Or do you want somebody who is going to take you to the next level? And this is what I'm saying. Okay, I want to say this. I get what you're saying about the leadership, but in certain circumstances, but what do they? Everybody say about is lacking. Somebody is lacking in each area. I'm just saying, you're lacking in something. Your man might be lacking in something. You know what I mean? Why can't we come together 50 50? But and that's make what it's supposed to be about, right? Yes. If I have but something you're missing, I'm going to give you that. If you too hype, if you too hype, I'm going to be you. your calm person. Yeah. You okay. know, like they say, opposites attract. Yes. One second, one second. Sixteen got something to say. Hold on, real quick, real Go quick. Ahead, I just want to, I got a five in. second spiel. Um, right. I think that we have these presets of what uh, of the roles in society need to be. So as far as the man need to be the breadwinner, and that's okay. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm. That's where I'm saying the fifty fifty. No. Like if I go get the bread, I want you to cook and clean. Listen to me, Kara. When I was a kid. My dad was laid off for a time. My dad was a breadwinner. My mom always worked. Shout out to my mom because she kept us together. That's right. Now, but my dad was a breadwinner. But it was a time my dad didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. And every morning, do you know my dad got up? He got us ready for school. And my dad, real life, called my hair for school and brushed my teeth. And that's what I'm talking about. That is a man who needs to be leading. That is a man. If if uh, I feel like there uh, most conflicts within relationships, since we're talking about love, comes when there is a shift of power. And if you cannot adapt to that shift, but when it comes to that, are you woman enough to say? My man need a little help. I'm still going to rub his ego because even though he ain't working right now, he holding these kids down. He cooking dinner. He making sure my kids is clean. You know what I'm saying? So either way, whatever your role is in the home, whether you are a man who doesn't work, because I ain't going to front. I dated a dude who was all about his kids. And, you know what I'm saying, he'll always make sure, like, his kids came first. And I'm cool with that because I had a fabulous-ass dad. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, and you like, don't they, see don't, that too often, they don't make men like that too often. That's mm-hmm. what I tell my friend. Like, you out here looking for your dad, but, bitch, they don't make that model anymore. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta discontinue. It's discontinued. <laughs> you gotta figure something else out. I ain't trying to front, but I feel like my brothers and you, y'all, like y'all the last age group. Like, like, like 45, 40, and up, like they know how to be men. Mm. I'm gonna say that <clears throat> men don't know how to be men nowadays because one thing about a man is he gonna cook. I mean, excuse me, he going to kill, figure it out, going to feed his family, he going to get the money, he going to figure it out. That's what I'm saying, that's, that's, that's this preset that we got into our head that's just been drilled into our head and not necessarily what it could or should be. And what I will say with that as well 
is um oh, I forgot my point. Well, one I'm of the precepts, <laughs> one of the precepts though is that in this particular time, right, we're talking about the hunter gatherer type thing where we are physically stronger than women, okay? I mean, women don't bench press what I bench press. You just don't. What did James Brown say? It's a, it's a man's, man's world. world. But now, what you need? A woman's touch, goddammit. So it won't be nothing without you a woman's might have touch. Or a woman or girls, what he said. But you're going you gonna to lead your man in the right direction. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that that brings saying? me back up. Well, Thank you on. for so saying you that. you have to have trust. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um... I think within my generation, I can only speak for me and what I see right now, I feel like within my generation, the leading is more, our men, they view it as power and control, and that turns into domestic violence very easily. Very easily. Because it's a difference between leading and a difference between being controlling. But what do they say about being a good leader? Mm, you must you have the skills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a real ass man and you really about your family, you know what I'm saying? You going to lead. Do we put too much emphasis on the title of the leader because the woman yes. leads the household in a high but, attempt? But is leading the household just about getting money or is it about making good decisions? No, a household Mom. is all of that. A household is all of that. Let's pass it just, yeah, go ahead. Mom. We I guess I don't feel. I guess I don't feel the same as y'all do because we didn't grow up with a father in the house in the beginning of all that. It was just you. Mm. I don't feel that y'all have that around. Speak I had my yeah. I had your dad. I had my grandpa. But father wise, I didn't have that, so I don't feel the need to see a man as a leader. But with Ooh. that being said, don't you think that's the problem? See, that's the problem with society. So if the white man take the man out the household who is the leader, you. No, 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 no. Do it's we? not about me. What I'm saying is, if the white man takes the leader out the house, because in the long run, if things would have no offense towards you, but if things had been how they should be, you wouldn't even be here. Do we put too much? Are uh, trying to get rid of me? No, no, no. Damn, no, no. I, I, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. What I'm saying. Do we put too much emphasis on the term leader um, when it comes to gender? Well, is this the, a gender bias? Oh, let me interject. Let me interject. We need functional definitions for the people. Oh, nice. But what I'm saying is. Hold on. Let's get into functional definition. First, the first definition is power, right? No one defined what it is to be the power source in the relationship. What the fuck do you mean by that? You were saying power shift. Okay, so in the initial talks, we were talking about power, men having the power in a relationship, right? And not knowing how to relinquish that power. So what is the functional definition of power in the relationship? Because that's a strong word. When you talk about power, we're talking about strength and force, right? But I'm, That's I'm, on a surface level to me. Okay, so if you talk about you and your relationships, you consider yourself the... I'm definitely... I, the I, male I don't, dominant I don't, role, Not right? the male, but the dominant role because, as I say at the beginning of each podcast, I'm the head, not the tail. Mm. And that will be... Not the tail. And, and that could be across but board. Wait, you could be the head, not the tail. You either going to choose. You, you going to boss up. My spirit You exactly right because as far as the IRS goes, <laughs> I'm the head of household. Mm. So I definitely get what you're saying. But if you met somebody who was more dominant than you, would you be willing to be with them? 
It would depend because that's a I'm yes gonna or say, no. I'm gonna say in this certain uh, circumstance, it's probably a no. Because But why though? One, but what did you tell I, me in our other podcast that you consider yourself a that you consider yourself <laughs> you're more dominant? Or you told me you're more dominant, you're more masculine more, than feminine, okay. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So therefore, if I'm a female who is attracted to masculine, because that's what we're supposed to be attracted to. Excuse me, not talking about you. That's subjective. No, 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 no. It's no. not what you're supposed to be attracted Karen, to. I think it's like what, what are you telling people me? have told you you Karen, should be attracted to. If you telling me that you're more masculine and you're more dominant, then you want somebody who's going to what? Follow you, right? I wouldn't mind that. But, but if we are equal what? playing ground, and that's that, I think that's equal hard to find. How? Equal in your relationship, but not equal in society. Wait, what? Run that back, Turbo. Equal in society. What do you mean by equal in society? Male domination. Because that's that's always supposed to be the goal is being equal in society. Black, white, women, but male. But let's be for real, we're not. You just yeah, said we're not. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, very true. So if you're saying that you're more dominant, you're saying you more rah-rah. You more about it. Yes, 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 yes. So if you're willing to lead, you want someone that's going to follow you, right? Not necessarily. It's all about, for me, personally... What are you bringing to the table? Oh, what are your oh, attributes? Oh, 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 oh. Let's get a functional definition. Right, right, let me get a functional definition. <laughs> the definition of dominant, according to Google, right, is having commanding influence on or exercising control over. Do, does everybody agree with this term? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't go from so there. When we say that, if you're telling me you want someone who is equally dominant, how are you ever going to get along? I get it. It's like you're going to constantly bump heads. Someone has to compromise. Within that person who is as strong as that, you have to accept somebody who is coming into that. Because even if you are not dominant in a sense that when I meet you and you build, I build you up to that, then why so I have to respect it. If we in a relationship... If we're in a relationship and you saying you're the dominant one, but you want me to be dominant, if I have a better decision than you, then absolutely take my decision because that's what we're supposed to do. Yes. If you make the better decision at that time, but isn't that still what compromise is? But you want to yes. lead us in the direction of our life though, right? No, that's the thing. I feel like too many females allow men to lead them, their partners, into the darkness because Ooh. they want a male to lead. So, therefore, they will be willing to accept certain things so that their man can feel like a leader when they're not but already a leader to begin that, with. Isn't that mm, your, isn't that strong, your parents? Right isn't there. that your parents' job to not let you fall for anything? Because ain't no nigga about to come in here and tell me to do no bullshit. Uh-huh. You have to recognize this shit for shit. We but, when you see a real, but when you see a real life true leader, mm. don't you step aside and allow that man to motherfucking lead? 
lead you into where you're supposed to be. I will say not necessarily or, or lead. woman. I will say not necessarily lead. I say everything is a teaching moment. I'm learning so much from a 16-year-old sitting with me right now that, you know... Who has it, something to say. Yes, it's, it's, it's so overlooked. I feel like within society and in, in general, we overlook certain peoples because of power of position. Mm. Like, that, that, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, don't believe everything is a Tyler Perry movie. There is a such thing as black like love, and you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to always... Shots off the Tyler Perry. You don't always have to go to the store to get to the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Like, but since y'all using that term leader, mm-hmm. I look at a leader as someone who empowers others. Right. The way you're describing it, you making it sound like he running the house. He doing you do you gonna do what he telling you to do when he say do it? What is I the definition? The- hold, hold the fuck what up! Is hold the up! Hold up! Hold up! From, yeah, thank you. From the mouth of okay. babes, right? The old school concept, which may not apply anymore, is that the man is the head of the family. And mama is head of the household, which means basically that she run everything day to day. But when it when the Ku Klux Klan, and I'm using historical references, come up on, let's use Malcolm X's father for an example, right? His wife ran the house. She ran him. But when the Klan ran up, he told them how we going to die, how we going to live, how we going to survive. Does that still apply, though? Because we deal in absolute brute force. In the universe, there's universal index energy. There's universal laws. They're predicated on masculine energy and feminine energies. One of the reasons why me and my fiance get along so well is because right now I don't have a job. I just did 25 years in the joint. I'm off. You know what I'm saying? But I do the things that Trisha's father did because he led as an example for me because I grew up on Tompkins. Well, I grew up on the north side of Columbus in that house as well, right? So now, when you talk about it like that, how do you see that? Is the man still the head of the household and the woman still the head of the family? My thing is no. Because there is room for both in both aspects. People are so egotistical that they get wrapped up in these terms. You get wrapped up in terms of power. You get wrapped up in terms such as president, head of state. You get wrapped up in those terms and what they supposedly mean that you lose focus on what should be really going on. And what's the focus? Because my thing is the topic of this conversation is love. Nowadays, yeah, has it morphed into something else, right? No, I'm gonna bring always bring you back, you know what I'm saying? But that's a good point, though. So, has love changed because we get wrapped up in these conversations of power and the power dynamic? Mm -hmm. But when we talk about love, right, there are many forms of love in Christian science, they talk about agape love, love for your brother. Filial love or filial piety, right? Which love for your brother, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it's the same pretty much principle concept, right? But love as a whole is an energy, like I said, predicated on is is founded in one energy. Hate is on one end of the spectrum, love is on the other end of the spectrum, right? And then God, and you know, and, and we talk religion, we talk about God is love, right? In my religion, we say love will be the savior of the world. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because the family dynamic is changing right now. Like, one of my homies just lost his mama. And what happened was her son had robbed the dude for some weed. Dude knocks on the door, shoots his mama in the face four times. So I'm at her funeral a couple weeks back. I'm hurt like a motherfucker because the streets ain't showing no love. When I come up in the streets, if you took 10 pounds of weed from me, I'm going to fuck you over. 
You understand? Not the other way around. Your mama ain't got shit to do with it. So are we losing love as a whole in yes. the hood? Yes. Are we losing love as a whole in the family sense? Because you always talk about love and the love dynamic. Not just sexual love, but love as a whole. Do we truly know what it is to love? Exactly. I think love has this misconception. Just because you're my family, I don't have to love you. Love is mm. like a list of behaviors and emotions all combined, all mixed up in one. Mm. And it's just like, how can I love you, even though that's what the Bible say? How can I love love you when you're not showing love back to me? Well, you know what I mean? It's because I'm Bible told to love say, you. Hold up. The Bible also says, how can you claim to love God and hate your brother whom you see every day? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 16, you got something to say? Green eyes, 1,000. It's easy to love somebody you don't know. You make your own preferences. It's easy to love somebody that uh, you're told to like. Hold up, hold up. Let's use us as an example. Hold up. I've been in jail since she was born, since you was three. When I come home, y'all embrace me like y'all know me your whole motherfucking life. But I actually had the chance to meet you before I made that decision about you. My grandmother still feels differently. Right. Absolutely. I don't Absolutely. feel the same way she does. Well, she don't. I love you with my whole heart. We had a talk, so she don't feel that way no more. I feel but like that's yeah, true. I feel like with that goes. And she into raised me. People like back to what I was saying. People are like really set in their ways, and if they're taught like a certain thing, it's hard to break that cycle. The no cycle. matter can no you, matter can, what you do. I don't mean to interrupt you. Can you go deeper into that cycle though? Because that's some real shit. Because uh, I was taught that you know you got family, but blood don't mean family. Yes. Family is what you make. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes exactly. our water be thicker than our blood. Exactly. And I yeah. would say like... With, Ain't that a bitch. From the mouth of days, baby. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of backlash. But even within yeah. our core nucleus, our family, um, we hold a lot of grudges. Mm. And hey. is that love? Is that love? Hold if on, you hold a, a grudge over me not getting my tires changed by the dude you get your tires changed from? Well, let's like, that's so be petty. That, it, it be it that serious. Well, let's answer the question then. Is that love? Right? Is that actually love? Or is that no. malice? Malice is different from hatred. Malice is different from bad. You know what I'm saying? Malice is, you know, evil mixed with hatred. Right? So, is that love? Can love be at the core? I feel like there are different levels and stages to love. Like, you know how you got within Mortal Kombat and you got level one and that's the easy within level. Within our family, though, I feel like up. they look at it as, I love you, so I'm about to tell you what you should be doing and how you should be doing it because I want the best for you, but it turns out to be what you're not. Nah. Yeah, because like everybody has a different opinion, and there, I think there are a lot of misconceptions on what you should do uh, based upon what you, how you should love somebody, and a lot of people will only love you as much as you're giving to them. So you know what, what I mean? So, like, what is love now? That's my question. Like, let me, let me, let me put my personal business on there. Love what is hurt. I think love is pain, honestly. And who said that? Cheating. Yeah. Love is. I think love is Cooties definitely cheating. pain because at the end of the day, everybody, oh like I say, God. everybody's That's going. So sad. <laughs> everybody's going to have a different concept of what you should be doing, but you got to do for yourself. Let me clarify this since I brought the topic up. Right, love is not cooties and cheating. Yes, it is. No, because. I'm a filthy animal. That's surface love. I don't cheat because... I'm talking about that unconditional, like, you fuck up and I, I'm cool. Like, you know what I mean? We don't have that within our circle. And I'm right. talking about our well, circle. Well, no, you do have that because I'm here. With you know certain, certain people. Certain people, yes. Certain yeah, people. You. And the thing about it is that 
because I felt it too. Like, people didn't fuck with me when I was locked up, but I didn't fuck with them. So there's no grudge, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I did my thing. Everybody moved You're on. You're not holding your grudge. No. They are. But I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Because my whole thing is if they hold a grudge, they need to address that shit with me. Otherwise, if you don't address First it. First of all, I you don't address, address it. it with yourself. Why? Yeah. Why are you so upset? Why are you letting somebody manipulate? Your your emotions to this level, and you don't even quote unquote know them. Because love and hate is the same energy. Thank you for answering the ancestors' question. <laughs> it's easy, you know what I'm saying? Like you could burn hot, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the best fucking oh god, we got a sixteen year old. You good? Some of the <laughs> best relationships you can have is after a good argument, you know what I'm saying? Because love and hate arises passion, and passion don't recognize the good or the bad. Passion only recognizes the rising of the temperature. You see what I'm saying? And so that's what, how it's going on. Some people's temperature stay hot. Like there's a particular ancestor we're talking about who stay hot. She, she don't have nothing good to say about pretty much no fucking body. You know what I'm saying? And y'all be wondering why I don't be around. That's cool. But that ancestor is one of my number ones. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why is because I got that same hate in me too. But I've learned that. And this is from being in penitentiary, you know what I'm saying? Fucking niggas up for years, fucking white motherfuckers, fucking the police over. I've been an asshole my whole life, you know what I'm saying? But Me at the too. end of the day, yeah, ain't no doubt. You still an asshole. But at the end <laughs> of the day, you gotta do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's but, the difference between that and just being blatantly negative all the time. Right. Like, I'm not. Nobody wants that. to be around that. Like, come on, bro. True. True. I get it. Like, everybody oh, sees the old. sunset yeah. in a different aspect, but like. Come on, bro. Like, you ain't got no positive bone in your body. Let's talk about the other side of love, which is compassion, right? And because I suffer from depression, and it came down on me really hard, and I've discussed this, I think, on this podcast, right? Which gave me a great deal of empathy for people who suffer from depression. I understand that life is not good to everybody. It's not good to anybody. Oh, no, no, it's good. Like, I read a quote one time. It said, uh, what did it say? It said, uh, uh, life is bad, and somebody asked the question in comparison to what? You see what I'm saying? It's all think, about how you look at I don't, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Thank you for saying that. I don't think life is good to anybody. You got your certain circumstances that are going to be negative from day to day, no matter who you are, whether you're the richest or the poorest man. Right. But how you take those circumstances, how you roll with the punches, is going to develop your character. Right. It's going to develop how you look at life. It's going to develop your aspects and your ways of thinking. That you could take this as the uh, glass is half empty, or you could take this as the glass is ha- uh, being half full. And this, now, how you going to do it? This is where you got it fucked up, right? You talking to a nigga who was chained to a floor in Oklahoma for over two days in his drawers over a sewer. When I say chained, I mean two wrists. And it took the motherfuckers a long time to get me there. But that motherfucker, they got some mace and electric shields that burn like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, the human body can only take so much, right? But in this, I've seen men, and I'm sure women, because they go through the penal system as well, go through the same shit, because that floor wasn't just built for me. It was built for any motherfucker in Oklahoma, men or women, who come through there. You know, they got something for your ass, right? But the difference is, love saved me. When I was trained to that floor, I did not have resentment for my people for not calling to see where the fuck I was at because I just got transferred for being a dick again. I knew that they were there waiting on me. I knew that the love was there. But not just that, 
I knew it was going to be a better day. Everybody's not that motherfucking strong. So when life beats your ass down, right? And it can happen to anybody. I learned this lesson from Uncle yeah. White, Uncle Doodoo. God rest his soul. It was a bum nigga. And I talked about this before, probably on this podcast. First name Rolo. Yeah. And so Rolo was a drunk. He was a white dude in a black neighborhood, short North 4th Street, 8th Ave. He was on 9th Ave this day. And so he was saying, I said, look at this white motherfucker walking the street. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? He said, you think you better than him, nigga? He called him over. Right? I said, why are you calling this motherfucker? We fresh than a motherfucker. Gold dripping nigga. Pockets on stuff, nigga. Whips outside. We doing the motherfucker. This bum motherfucker come over. He said, he a drunk just like you, nigga. He said, hey, where you going, man? He said, I'm going to store and give me a pint. He gave him a $20 bill. He said, get something for everybody. This, that, and the other. This is when you could afford a pint for everybody back in the 90s. That's when gas was 91 cents. So, fuck you. So, <laughs> he come back and we start talking about dude's life story. Dude was a war hero. This motherfucker, we became friends. I went in his house. This motherfucker had checks laying on his motherfucking dresser. He didn't even cash. You know what I'm saying? Because life had beat his ass down from the Vietnam War, his family situation, all this shit, right? And I think people, and because I went through so much so bad, but I had so much love behind me, love that I knew was going to come down the pipe. You know what I'm saying? Like Green Eyes 1000, I knew she was going to fuck with me. When I seen her birth pictures, which I got in my photo album, in the federal photo album, in the joint when she was first born, in the living room right now, right? I knew she was going to fuck with me. She's sitting right here, right here today. But I knew love was going to save me. And love, because I had love to look forward to, did not destroy me. That's why niggas don't call me a weird nigga because I did all this goddamn time. I was able to hold them to some, san some sanity because I knew love was prevalent. Everybody ain't got that. Some motherfuckers grow up like, like I'm a street nigga, but I ain't a real street nigga. I had to be home when I was 8, 9, 10. My niggas, D and them, they ain't have to come in the house. You know what I'm saying? They mama didn't give a fuck about them. Them was real street niggas. The love wasn't there. Them niggas is harder than me. You understand? They respect me. Some of them look up to me because of who I am and what I am because of what I study. But when it comes down to being street niggas, oh, I ain't the toughest street nigga I know. Love saved me. And many people don't understand the power of love. Come on in, GQ. You know what I mean? I, I totally agree with that. Uh, that's why I say I always straddle the fence. Because mm. it's just like, I see what you're saying, and then I also see to the left. You know what I mean? Well, like, come on with the left then. I, I like, gave a whole God try. Come in. <laughs> I'm feeling what you're saying right now. I feel like a lot of people don't give that love back to people. It's just like, yeah, you fuck up one time, yeah. and it's over. Right. And it's just like, man, come on. Like, I ain't got to have diplomatic immunity, but can you have some understanding for my growth Right. at the same time? like, And I just feel like people so quick to dismiss you without trying to understand and without trying to just love on you first. And I, and I feel like, um, you know, I talk to God all the time. I said... I don't get it. What's the meaning of life? Mm. I'm like, what 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 am I here for? What is the meaning of life? And he says, as long as you love, you will not have that problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what the meaning of life is, being able to forgive, not necessarily for uh to forget, just being able to forgive. But you forgive me to... for abandoning you though. When I came home, GQ Smooth set me out. Showed me things I had not seen before. Spent her heart and she ain't said she ain't sell dope. As far as I know, a day in her life. But she looked out for me like I never left. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, come on in there. You know what I'm saying? It's right there. Yeah, and that's that's what like people 
Like, that's why I say uh, humans are full of fallacies. Yes, true. Like, true. we're going to fuck up regardless. And some of us fuck up on a scale that is considered to be major mm. in comparisons to other people. Right. Like, you say that me stealing bubble gum from a store is, is low level, but it's still stealing. Mm-hmm. So, me stealing bubble gum from a store is not equivalent to me stealing your car? Like... Mm. We gonna fuck up. We human. It's trial and error. You gotta forgive and press on. Let your emotions out in a healthy manner. Right. Press on. Yeah. But it's not that easy. It's not For a easy. lot of people because some people, this is one of the things about you that I have resentment towards. You had support system that you don't really recognize was there. I think you take it a little bit for granted. I, do, I, I think I take... Um, I think I take a lot of things for granted, and I think that is um, it coincides with being an American because no, I think human. I think uh, being an American well, yeah, in yeah, general yeah, makes you know this is a place where you uh, have too much mayonnaise on your burger and throw it out the window. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> I'm just saying. Waste. I hate waste. You like you know what I mean? This is, we are very uh, much so a wasteful society, and we take things for granted because we are just so entitled. Not black, not white, not Asian. Like in general, in America, I think we are very entitled individuals. Right. Because we are um, used to a certain construct. We are used to having so many freedoms. Mm. We are used to not, you know, working for things and just being able to network and get your footing door in certain aspects that we do take everything for granted, uh, a lot of things for granted. And I will say I'm one of the people who take things for granted. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I, I take my mom for granted all the time, but I can honestly sit here and say Without my mother, I would not have my first degree that right. I have achieved. I have three degrees. Right. And without that first one, who this is I'm a person who never even thought I would make it to college. Right. Why I, I can think that though. Because like I was just I was always a slacker. Um, I didn't really care. Like I I'm just like I didn't know what well, I was gonna do with my life. Care, but <laughs> Well, let me let me say and this I though. I wanted to be you, and you were slacking. <laughs> I was well, you slacking when I, I get on your slacking. ass tonight. But let me say this though, right about love, right? First of all, let me show, let me let me represent some empathy, right? Because some of us who are listening, I understand where you're coming from because you didn't have the same footing some of us had. Some of us don't know what family is, right? At all. Even if you're the richest nigga. Yeah, even yeah, because you can still be isolated, right? But let me say this, right? Sometimes love is not a kiss on the cheek. Sometimes it's a swift kick in the ass. And too often, it's multiple swift kicks in the ass, and we take that shit for granted. But for those of us who don't know what love really is, man, let me just break it down for you a little bit for one second, right? Love, goddammit, is an absentina. My dudes went to trial with me, like my best friend, who was my brother. We've been estranged for over 18 years because I had to do what I had to do, and he had to do what he had to do. And some, somehow people thought that we were beefing, right? But I knew, I know my brother. I know this motherfucker since third grade. I love you, man. You know what I'm saying? I just told you the other day, right? Life is a bitch, and life is hard, particularly on black men and black women, but particularly on black men, right? It's getting a little easier, though, you know, for both sides. I mean, I'm starting to see a little progress, but not fast enough for my taste. I knew what he was going through. At the same time, 
He didn't go through prison like I went through prison. He went through prison in a level one camp with one no fence. I was in a place where they would threaten them niggas to come to. And I ran that motherfucker. So I didn't have time to be on the phone talking about how you doing and all this bullshit, you know what I'm saying, to the people that I love the most. I write an occasional letter, on occasional phone call. Hey, let them know I still fuck with them, even though they holler at me. Ain't no beef, this, that, and the other. But people thought it was beef, right? But I knew it was there. And now we back together, and it ain't like nothing ever changed, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the motherfucking day, love ain't always the tender thing you think it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes love is the discipline that you hate and despise. Mm -hmm. It was those lessons that got me through 25 years mm -hmm. of stabbing niggas. 25 years of being chained to floors, 25 years of being in a motherfucking hole, 25 years of motherfucking sexual predators looking at a motherfucking ugly ass nigga like me, 25 years of that bullshit, that's what love can do for it. And I want to just jump in there for all the Bible heads out here who disagree, um, and I'm just going to say, looking at Bible a little harder, it even says, don't quote me on it, but uh, it's in there. Paraphrasing, come on with Like, it. God will discipline you because he loves you. Yeah. Ain't no doubt. God got pissed at the whole world and flooded this motherfucker and left according to the Bible, what? One, two, three, four, five motherfuckers, right? And one of them got thrown off the boat, I think it was some shit like that. So we talking about Noah. So don't pay, don't quote me, goddamn. I'm paraphrasing too. We drinking. That's what we do on this goddamn show, except for the 16 year old. Don't get that fucked up. Green eyed ghost is <laughs> not killing you. At the end of the motherfucking day. So if you thinking that love is always smooches. Maybe you need to reevaluate what you looking at, goddamn. You got something to say, baby? That's what I'm coming on in. Are we done? No. Well, come on in then. I don't got nothing to say yet, but it was getting deep. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. We you know. tried. You know, that's why our first episode was called Be Offended because it's just like everybody's not going to agree with yeah. what you say, what you stand for, but yeah. that's why I say everybody's opinion is it, it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to learn something. Either way it go, uh, I'm let, pretty much done. Let me, let me do some other bullshit that I hate. Let me defend <laughs> America as a whole, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I'm, you know, I'm not, but I'm not anti-American, right? Because even though I hate what America done to, done to me and my people, right? Done to many people, but me and my people in particular, the worst of the worst, the worst atrocity in my opinion ever happened in the nation or the world this country right here has more social programs that can actually help a person, mm -hmm. right? Social programs. You don't have that. Social programs that understand whatever you're going through, right? Because people still use uh, derogatory names towards everybody, but there's social organizations that are fighting against that. America has programs. Coming out of prison, I was provided with Medicaid, man. I got Medicaid, man. Some of the best health insurance you can have. I don't pay a fucking dime right now. So... America is a shithole with respect to what it done to us, but it's morphing, right? But we have to keep making it morph. And that's an example of love, social love, because when you have true love, you don't just care about the people in your family. You don't just care about the people in your neighborhood. You care about the world as a motherfucking whole. America is America first right now, but you don't have a lot of these programs that you have in Africa, in parts of Europe. Europe ain't a beautiful place, goddammit. The motherfucking... Uh, uh, Soviet, I mean, uh, the Serbians and shit will, will have a lot to say about Europe right now, okay? The Kardashians, right? Look at their history, the genocide that they experienced. So, not that, and I'm just talking about the whole race, you know what I'm saying? The race of Kardashians, is a, uh, the Armenians, right? Look at the Armenian genocide and how they were persecuted. So, when we're talking about love and social love, it has to extend beyond 
just your family because at the end of the day, the legacy that we leave is about not just your babies. It's about the people that are surrounding your babies because the people that are surrounding your babies affects your babies. So get bigger, goddammit, than just your motherfucking family, your motherfucking neighbor. Get bigger than that shit because love has to permeate throughout this world. There's going to be bad. She said something I disagree with earlier, that life is hate. Nah, it ain't hate. Hate, bad is the other side of the coin of good. It's about balance. If you don't have both, then good wouldn't feel so motherfucking good. That's just universal law. Life is good and life is bad. It's just more bad than good, more adverse circumstances than good. But you have to fight against it. And that's the beauty of life. And that's love within itself given to us from this universal creator that we call by many different names. So at the end of the day, I'm going to wrap this shit up by saying that, man, you got to learn how to love instead of hate. Mm. Well, now I have a question. Oh, well, come on in then. We ain't done. We're not wrapping it up. Come on in. It's so easy to hate. It's It's easy to hate. You know what I'm saying? But what's your question, baby? So is there such thing as loving too hard? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I definitely have that problem. Well, okay. And the thing about it is, right, the problem with that is, because I done dealt with many women who have loved men that didn't understand love themselves. And coming out of slavery... Black women were taught to be stronger than black men. We were coddled because we were number one on the hunted list because we were a threat to white supremacy, right? The black dick is a problem in the world, you know what I'm saying, in the white world, okay? I'm a, I said it, 48 to short at gmail.com. But that's the basis of it. Moving up, right? When you talk about loving too hard, if you don't love yourself harder, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But what is loving self? What well, is that, it to love another, yourself? Another podcast. Well, another podcast. Oh, shit. Damn, we out of time. It's GQ Smooth. It's GQ underscore SM0OTA. Stay tuned for that next topic. What is self love? We're going to mm. tackle that. Um, I'm going to pass it to my man Fridge. What's hey, up? hey, Big Fridge, 48 to short at gmail.com. Lamar Fridge, and if you got any adverse or positive reactions, get at us. We don't give a fuck. We don't care about your bullying. We don't even see that shit. Whatever you got to say, say that shit because I'm going to laugh at you no matter what, goddammit. All right, we out. Peace.